Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Tribe Church podcast. This is a podcast designed for those who are interested in learning more about Tribe Church, some of our core values and beliefs, and uh, the sermons once we fully launch on September 16th at the AMC in Plainfield at Perry Crossing. My name is Pastor Matt Dilley. And my name is Pastor Carrie Dilley. And this week we are going to be continuing our study of the book of James. So today we're actually going to be talking about uh, wisdom, uh, wisdom from above. James 3, 13, 18 says, Who is wise and understanding among you? By his good conduct, let him show his works in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast and be false to the truth. This is not the wisdom that comes down from above, but it is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder in every vile practice. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere, and a harvest of righteousness is sown in by peace by those who make peace. That's great. So what really is happening there in James is that it's explaining that some of the stuff uh, that we're getting, there's two different kinds of wisdom. There's wisdom that's earth wisdom, and there's wisdom that's from God, that's wisdom from above. And it kind of explains what those two things are. And the, the true um, uh, piece of scripture there talks about earth wisdom. It says, such wisdom, in quotations, does not come down from heaven, but it is earthly, unspiritual, and of the devil. So when we talk about earth's wisdom, Proverbs 14, 12 says, there is a way that appears to be right, but in the end it leads to death. And I've talked about this multiple times, that there's so many things in our life that feel... In the moment, they feel like life, but really mm-hmm. they lead to death. Right. And those things that sometimes kind of feel like death because you're you're holding back, you're thinking through, you're being reserved, are mm-hmm. actually what lead uh, to life. And earth's wisdom is really that. It is it is worldly. It is of the world. First Corinthians one twenty says, "Where is the wise person? Where is the teacher of the law? Where is the philosopher of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world?" So, when I was looking through this um, sermon today, I, I didn't really understand what it meant when it said like earthly wisdom versus godly wisdom. I had to have Matt really kind of explain that to me. And basically what he said was that there are going to be times where the choice that God would have us make doesn't make sense on paper, doesn't make sense within the world. And I tried to think of an example because for me, I, I work a lot with metaphor. Um, I, I learn a lot through metaphor. And so I always try to, um, give that to other people because I think if you can give someone a concrete example, like, Oh, okay. So now I get it. So this is kind of my concrete example. Um, about, um, 18 months ago, I graduated with my second master's in educational administration. And about a year ago, I kind of felt that desire to actually work as a principal or a vice principal or something like that to pursue that career just sort of leave me. And um, that didn't make any sense to to anyone. And I, I stopped applying for things. I, I did continue to apply within my own district, but not with really any um, hope of getting a job. And it wasn't that I didn't think that I could do it or that I was good enough or anything like that. It was just like, I felt this presence that told me like, 
this is this is not for you. This is not what you, that education was for. And then when Tribe came along, um, we use those administrative things that I learned in that master's degree all the time with Tribe. And so I see now why I have that education, even though I'm not using it in the way that I ever thought that I would. Right. That's more about, that's more like, we'll talk more about that later as far as like the, what does that look like when you're getting instruction from wisdom right. from above versus. But I think, I think like the world would say like apply for every job right. that is a principal's job. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, and, and for me, I, there's a, there's a million things that I don't want to explain on here, but there's a million reasons why I don't want to do that. Just for me, what that means is that the the world would say, yes, you should be applying for jobs. Yes, you should be doing all of these things. But if I was doing that, that would be taking away from the time and energy that I'm able to give to the church and to our family. And if I were to do something else, it would just be, it would, it would all be not as good as it is. Right. So sometimes that wisdom from above uh, looks counterintuitive to what is right. worldly. Also, Earth's wisdom can look um, sensual. It can look attractive to you. Titus 3, 3, 5 says, At one time, we too were foolish, disobedient, deceived, and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. We lived in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. But when the kindness and the love of God, our Savior, appeared, He saved us. Those things around us... Um, you know, you know, to talk about like just to jump real quick into like a job thing. Sometimes you may think, oh, well, I have two job positions I can go to. This one makes more money, uh, and 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 all these other factors. But there's more things to think about than just like right. How those things. Your family. Yeah, and uh, sometimes what happens is, is that people want to go with that thing that looks kind of sexy, and maybe that job requires you to travel more. Maybe it's a better title, that kind of thing, and maybe that's the right thing for you, but maybe it's not. You right. know, and so. Uh, if you're looking at the earth's wisdom, you know, you're going to you're going to uh, go by the ways of the world and it's going to seem kind of sexy to you. and You're going to think that's what I want to do. But uh, God's wisdom is different than that. And we'll talk about a little bit about that as well. And then really earth's wisdom is also and this says this in James. It is de- demonic. I'm actually going to read from John 844, the amplified version. It says you are of your father, the devil, and it is your will to practice the lusts and gratify the desires which are characteristic of your father. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a falsehood, he speaks what is natural to him, for he is a liar and the father of lies and all that is false. It is. It even says that in James, it's, it, it describes it as that that it is demonic. It is of the devil. And it's, it's so scary because sometimes wisdom um, that we hear, sometimes you will receive wisdom that doesn't seem that way. Right. And we have to be use discernment to really figure out right. what is what is wisdom that is coming from God and what is wisdom that is and it doesn't mean that the person providing it to you or the situation is demonic necessarily, no. but the wisdom itself is to keep you off track. It's to keep you off right. what God wants you to do. Right. And honestly, like even when you were in that situation with your position, like I was confused and it wasn't <laughs> even so much that you know, obviously there's the student loans and I was thinking about that, but really I was thinking like, I just, I don't know why you, you did that. Like it was such a sacrifice for our family and you were gone two nights a week for, you know, a long time. Mm -hmm. And so I just, I just didn't understand why it seemed as if you had abandoned it. Right. Um, And so, you know, I was in that way providing earthly wisdom because it just didn't make sense to me. You didn't pressure me to apply for a job. So, and I, and I appreciate that because I know that not everyone who gets 
you know, a big fancy degree like what I did, it has a spouse that's as supportive as you are. So I do appreciate that about you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. There's earth's wisdom, and then there's wisdom from above, and that's wisdom from God. Proverbs 4, 7 says, Wisdom is supreme, therefore get wisdom. Though it costs all you have, get understanding. And really, wisdom, it springs up from godly principles. First uh, John 3, 3 says, All who have this hope in him purify themselves just as he is pure. So if you're living godly principles, like you're living the way that God is, is telling you to live, you'll have that, you'll understand, you'll have better discernment when mm-hmm. it comes time to make uh, certain choices and right. it comes time to really display wisdom. Mm-hmm. Maybe not even choices that you need to make, but the wisdom that you might need to help guide and provide to others. Uh, but you can't do that if you're not leading through what God has asked us to be, you know, in the principles that he has called us to live by. I think I know we say it every week, but I just think being in the word is is a huge is a huge factor here. Just staying in the word um, will help you understand those godly principles will kind of will will help to guide those those decisions and to gain that discernment. Number two, it acts with godly motives. Uh, Philippians 2, 1 through 5 says, Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking in your own interest, but each of you to have interest of the others. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. So really, the mindset that we need to have when not only providing wisdom to others, but the wisdom that we will hear, it needs to be from that from that, uh, that, that heart place right there, from the sharing in the Spirit with one another, especially when you hear other people when it may not benefit them, like when they're providing right. wisdom to you and it might be detrimental to them, mm-hmm. you know, your brothers and sisters in Christ, when they're doing that, it's like, you should really hear that because that may not benefit them, but they're telling you that because they feel they they want unity with you. Right. I love that it says make my the, it will make my joy complete when you are like minded and you have the same love. That we do you remember that that was in our wedding? Mhm. I remember that. Being in one spirit and of one mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and and it doesn't necessarily, you know, people get it confused. Unity doesn't mean uniformity. No. It doesn't mean we all have to look and act the same, mm-hmm. but it means that we have the same vision and mission, you know what I mean, that of of what God has called right. us to. That we're like-minded in the love that we have for one another. Mm-hmm. We're like-minded in the way that we um are in spirit with one another, and we're not doing things selfishly or with um vain conceit. We're doing it because we want to lift other people up around us. And if we're really doing that, we can have um, the wisdom that we are providing to others or the wisdom that we seek will be uh, from the right place. Right. Uh, and third, wisdom from above, it is intent on serving godly purposes. Matthew 5, 9 says, blessed, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. And then Matthew five sixteen says, in the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Not because you want to be made greater, but right, that you're making your father exactly. greater. And the things that you're doing, the intent, the intent is to serve the godly purposes. Right. To make him more known. Mm-hmm. Um, and be peacemakers amongst people. And so sometimes with sometimes wisdom is hard because um, sometimes you have to do 
you have to make difficult choices mm-hmm. or sometimes you have to help uh, resolve conflict with other people right. that it's messy and it's not easy. Um, but really you have to maintain that in, in order to, cause you're not you on your own, as we just read, if you just use earthly wisdom, it's not going to be enough. It's going to fall flat on its face. So you have to make sure that you're thinking about godly principles. You have godly motives and that you're thinking about godly purpose when you're trying to help guide in those situations or when you're being guided yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that um, the thing that we have to remember when we're talking about getting wisdom is that knowledge um, comes from education, but that wisdom comes from God. Um, Even Solomon, who is like the wisest person who ever lived, according to the Old Testament, I don't, I don't, I don't know if there's been updated since then. If there's been another really wise person, but King Solomon was David's son, and um, he he specifically asked God for wisdom. He said, God, give me discernment. Like, let me be able to know the difference between good and evil. And I think that that, you know, when you have someone, Solomon was kind of the guy who had everything. You know, he had all of this money and all these women and all this other stuff. And he was like, the one thing that he lacked was wisdom. And that's what he asked God specifically for. And so I think it's important, especially as people who are pretty educated that the education that we have gives us knowledge, but it's only God who gives us wisdom. Right. Knowledge just means that you, you know, things, Yeah, you know, things, but wisdom is being able to put those in practice, Mm -hmm. knowing, knowing how to use those things effectively. Mm -hmm. Uh, And knowing things doesn't mean that you can um, make the right discerning decisions at times. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It just means, you know, all the facts and figures, but it doesn't, you know, wisdom is is a separate kind of thing. Wisdom is almost being able just to, to sort of not see into the future because that sounds like super like mystical. I don't right. mean it that way, but wisdom really is like sort of being able to know the end result. You know what I mean, or right. know the ultimate goal, or be able to think a couple steps ahead. Right, thinking with the future in mind, right. and not through your own knowledge or even through your own wisdom, but like you were saying, knowledge comes from education, but wisdom comes from God. It's in Psalms that it says, how can men be wise? The only way to begin to be wise is to be, uh, reverence for God. It's to to be faithful and to right. uh, adhere to God. That's the only way to start being wis- having wisdom. Right, and I, th- I do think it's important to remember that, gosh, the only way that we get wisdom is from God. We can read all of the books in the world, but it, like to, to gain our education, to make ourselves, like, quote-unquote, smarter, but it's only God who gives wisdom. It is only God who gives wisdom. Colossians 2, 2 and 3 says, I want them to be encouraged and knit together by strong ties of love. I want them to have complete confidence that they understand God's mysterious plan, which is Christ himself. In him lie hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I do like that, that in Jesus, in Christ Jesus, lie all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And it's only through him and through his power and through his, uh, you know, his hand on us that we can even go into a situation and gain knowledge. And then from that knowledge, um, you know, hopefully, you know, be wise. Right. But even some of the wisest people in the world, they don't have any, they don't have knowledge. They don't have an education. It's, it's about uh, their connection to Jesus and their, right. their ability to discern, you know, what is from God. And what lives up to God principles, God motives, and godly purposes, and what mm-hmm. doesn't. Great. So thanks, everybody, for uh, joining us today. We just had a gathering this past weekend. It was a fantastic turnout. We thanked everybody for uh, coming out. And our next gathering is on June 10th. It's at the Parks and Recreation Center from 6 to 7 o'clock. 
You can learn more about our story by going onto my blog, tribeliving.info. You can find us online at Facebook or Instagram at Tribe Church Plainfield, or you can continue listening to this podcast that will keep you updated on uh, some of the future events of Tribe Church, as well as continuing our series at the Book of James starting next week. Bye.